Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Dharma Lemon, and this podcast we will focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. Today, we will be talking about Pulitzer Prize-winning contemporary poet Stephen Dunn. Stephen was born on June 24, 1939, in the Forest Hills neighborhood of Queens, New York. He did not come from a family of readers and recalls the only books they had around the house were copies of Reader's Digest and were rented from the drugstore and had to be returned the next day. Though he also remembers his grandfather would tell him stories growing up. Dunn said he was not a good student during his childhood. He did, however, read a lot on his own and would even write love poems to girls he liked in schools. They did the same thing. He never liked the poetry that was read in school. He said because he didn't like the way it was taught. He wishes he had teachers whose passion for poetry was infectious. Teachers like the ones he would meet later in life who showed him through their enthusiasm that poetry mattered. Um, I feel like me and my friends also have a similar conversation about poetry that we were taught in elementary and middle school. We were taught they were either two types of poets, Poe or Frost, and you would either become a Poe or a Frost. Can you guess which poet I am? Dunn was the first person in his family to go to college, and he says that he would only be able to attend because he received a basketball scholarship. Stephen lived a few blocks away from his schoolyard and he would play basketball with the boys who lived nearby every day. He played throughout college and even played semi-professionally for a year, just like the poet Natalie Diaz from a few episodes ago, another former basketball player. Dunn has spoken about some commonalities between writing and sports. In particular, he says that when you are in the zone, you feel the possibility of transcendence, like you can be a better version of yourself. Dunn received his BA in History and English from Hofstra University, attended the New School Writing Workshops, and went to complete his MA in Creative Writing at Syracuse University. After feeling like such a mediocre student for his entire life, Dunn shared it felt great to feel like a really good student when he was 30 years old. Right out of college, Stephen began to work as a writer for Nabisco, a cookie and snack company, writing in-house brochures. A few years of continuous promotions, he knew he needed to shift his focus because he didn't want to feel trapped writing in the corporate world. He was 26 years old and had just gotten married to his first wife, Lois. They had read an article about Hemingway's life in Spain and he decided that now was the time to quit his job, move to Spain, and try to make it as a writer. Dunn's writing is known for his easygoing tone. His poetry captures the reality of mundane experiences and relationships while also reflecting on essential questions of the human condition. In more recent years, he began to write about themes of aging and mortality. When he reached a point when he felt an acute sense of his own mortality, 
Dunn's parents both died fairly young, in their late 50s. So when he reached an age that no male members in his family had, he felt sort of an impending pressure which influenced his writing, particularly his collection Different Hours. Death and aging continue to be prominent themes in Stephen Dunn's poetry. Just like any other skill, Dunn says that poetry requires practice. The same kind of skill building and muscle stretching as being a dancer or a violinist requires, for example. In terms of mentality that being a writer fosters, Dunn thinks that being a poet sensitizes you to the abuses and pleasures and delicacies of the world. He feels that this heightened sense of alertness that he lives with makes him a better and more perceptive writer, but can also be difficult to live with. As a reflective poet, Stephen says that he finds that most rewarding poems to write are the ones that develop different allegiances as they go, the ones that he disagrees with and refines along the way. During his process, he discovers new things and learns what he wants to say as he writes. While his writing does address personal experiences, he has also written what he calls fictions of the personal, which reveal truths about himself, his way of thinking, and life in general, but are more an amalgamation of selves, sources of inspiration, and other people's experiences than purely his own. Dunn has shared his three most important poetic influences in a variety of interviews. He loves Robert Frost for his ability to philosophize and the quotidian. He loves Wallace Stevens for his musical capacity, and he loves Theodore Rothke for his lyrical language. He has also said that his writing is influenced by Kenneth Patchman and Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Stephen Dunn is an author of 15 collections of poetry, including Pagan Virtues, published in 2019, Keeper of the Limits, published in 2015, Lines of Defense, published in 2014, Here and Now, published in 2011, Different Hours, published in 2000, Loose Strife, published in 1996, Landscape at the End of the Century, published in 1991, and Local Time, published in 1986. Wow, that's a lot. He is also an author of prose works, Degrees of Fidelity, Essays on Poetry, and the Latitudes of the Personal, published in 2018, Walking Light, Essays and Memoirs, and Rifts and Reciprocities, Prose Pairs, published in 1998. Dunn was awarded the Pulitzer Prize in 2001 for his collection, Different Hours. He has also won the National Poetry Series Prize, a James Wright Prize, and an Academy Award for Literature. He is also the recipient of fellowships from the National Endowment of the Arts and New Jersey State Council on the Arts, the Guggenheim Foundation, and the Rockefeller Foundation. Dunn has taught poetry and creative writing at Wattsburg College, Wichita State University, Columbia University, University of Washington, Syracuse University, Southwest Minnesota State College, Princeton University, and the University of Michigan. He is currently a distinguished professor of creative writing at Richard Stockton College and lives in Frostburg, Maryland with his wife, creative nonfiction writer Barbara Hurd. He remains fairly active as a writer and an educator, though 
He's had Parkinson's for over 20 years. He's still able to travel and do readings and workshops. He doesn't talk much about his health in interviews, not because he's trying to hide anything, but because he doesn't think it's very interesting and because he doesn't want to be defined by his health condition. Dunn's poem, Sweetness, that I'm about to share, touches on the topic of illness. It also addresses love, friendship, beauty, in the context of grief and death. Just when it has seemed I couldn't bear one more friend waking with a tumor, one more maniac with a perfect reason, often a sweetness has come and changed nothing in the world except the way I stumbled through it for a while lost in the ignorance of loving someone or something the world shrunk to mouth size hand size and never seeming small i acknowledge there is no sweetness that doesn't leave a stain no sweetness that's ever sufficiently sweet tonight a friend called to say his lover was killed in a car he was driving his voice was low and guttural he repeated what he needed to repeat, and I repeated the one or two words we have for such grief, until we were speaking only in tones. Often a sweetness comes as if on loan, stays just long enough to make sense of what it needs to be alive, then returns to its dark source. As for me, I don't care where it's been, or what bitter road it's traveled to come so far, to taste so good. Wow, this poem encapsulates such a feeling of bitter sweetness, and I love how Stephen uses words to describe and really embody this word. The sweet part being that his camaraderie with his friend in that moment he shared that they will have with no one else, that intimate moment that is just between them and the bitter part being all the trauma that led them to have this conversation in private. It's really amazing to me how Stephen does such a great job conveying this feeling into words into such a short poem thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things stephen dunn make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family and i'll see you all next week bye